We're broadcasting from the furthest reaches of space. Welcome to Trivia Skate Pod. I'm your host, Engineer Rachel. And I'm Ross White. While we're searching for a hospitable planet, we're broadcasting trivia questions all across the galaxy. We'll be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your creative thinking. And Rachel, I am really confused. I just woke up out of stasis and normally Julia is hosting the show with me, but Julia is still in her stasis bed. I decided she needed a nap. Fair enough. And, you know, it gets cramped down there. Uh, beneath decks, I'm sure. Beneath it's, decks. Yeah. It's my turn to be up here. Well, you did uh, spend some time a few weeks ago expanding the size of the pod so we could accommodate m- more people. So I And I noticed that you are essentially taking four seats, just I'm, spreading out. I'm really doing the most. <laughs> that is man-spreading if I've ever seen But I'm not a man. I know, which is what makes it so weirdly uncomfortable. It's reclaiming my space, Ross. Oh, fair enough. Well, we've got a new uh, listener-submitted theme song this week. Let's take a uh, take a listen to it now. This week's intro was Trivia Escape Pod by Leo. I have to admit that one has a sort of carnival charm. I think we might have to keep that for a little while. I love the harmonies in there. I just love the lyrics because they have the ring of truth. They're extraordinarily reflective of real life. Oh, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rach, um, Halloween is coming up soon. My favorite holiday. I know that you are a prankster and a half. That's all slander and lies. Tell me why it is that I'm awake and Julia, quote, needed a nap. It's all slander and lies that I'm a prankster, first of all. Okay, so you have given me a cold. You have drawn a dick on my forehead. I would never. Uh, You have put me in Julia's body one week. It was all Spock. (laughs) Spock does not have the technical know-how. You don't know what he knows. He's, like, usually sort of... Doing like weird backpedaling in zero G as though he's going to be able to swim and failing. It's so adorable. You're the evil intellect aboard. You're the one who started the alternate timeline in which we were uh, launched away from Earth 38 years ago and yet are still broadcasting back to Earth. You're the one with all the experimental physics uh, beneath Dax. Which you never thank me for. I never thank you for them because, like, I end up in Julia's body. There was one time you woke me up and you were like, ha, you're going to do a podcast. And my head was at the bottom of my leg and my foot was at the top of my neck. We didn't do a podcast that week. It was an off week. Yeah. For certain reasons. Well, I sounded really, really weird. I guess because my head was upside down the whole time. Well, Ross, I suppose if we're being honest with each other, I've been jealous of Julia this whole time. Oh, is that what that is? She's always stealing the spotlight. Oh. Yes, with her bubbly charm. Which, <laughs> which you know, I have equal equal amounts in spades. Of bubbly charm? Bubbly charm. There's no part of you that is bubbly. Can you not hear it in my voice? <laughs> you sound like you have the soul of um, a demon who died and got kicked out of a hell. demon who died yeah is that possible yeah it's possible 
you would like when you die in hell and they're like, well, you've been all right as a demon. You just go back to earth and you're a person and then you become president of the United States. <laughs> wow. Uh, I hope that political joke, you know, hits our audience 34, 38 years in the future. Or 38 years in the past. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't anyway. know. It looks like we've got something on radar. <gasps> what is that? Uh, it looks like we've got someone else floating through space in a skate pod performing a docking maneuver. I will analyze the passenger manifest. Mm, opening airlock. He is a poet, a performer, and a community organizer from Detroit. Welcome aboard, Tarek Luthan. Hi. Hey, we're so Hello. glad to have you here. Tarek, what has got you floating through space? Survival, pretty much. Naturally. Uh, well, okay, so if you are surviving in space, I'm guessing that means that there is something that compromised your abilities to survive on your Earth. Earth During itself. your timeline. Earth itself. Okay. Yeah. So climate change. Kind of meta. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit of climate change, a little bit of war. Well, so, mm -hmm. um, you know, one thing we do while we're in space, well, you know, I, I do it a lot when uh, Rachel wakes me up, is I, I fire up our holodeck technology and I pretend like I'm back home. Tell us a little bit about what you've got going back home these days. Uh, just, well, back home home, I guess, in my dreams is uh i'm a data analyst i am a poet and a community organizer so doing a lot of work with different communities who are typically marginalized so trying to use arts and spaces to help people navigate telling their stories and then making changes based on that and part of the reason we know each other is that you have got a book coming out with bull city press mm -hmm. yep so i don't know what else to say about that does it have a title oh yeah um how the water holds me and it's a book of poem, a chat book of poems. It's going to be out in uh, about March of 2020. So that's coming up real soon. We're super excited about that. I'm really curious because if it's 38 and there's 38 years in the past, it doesn't mean it's 37 years in the past or in the future. What? Which timeline are we on? Uh, you just you have to guess. Oh, okay. That's part of the trivia. Okay. okay. It's also part, of the, part of the torture trivia. that she <laughs> enacts upon yeah. us week after week after week. Okay. Yeah, um, so, and yeah. so eventually what she will probably do is change the life support system uh, so that it forces some odd mutation. It's very possible that but, but like before the end of this podcast, you will have toes for eyes. They are so cruel. You are so cruel to me, Ross. What? I've never done that on purpose. You've never done it on purpose. Why are you tinkering with the life support system right now? To increase our air supply. Oh, are we going to listen to Air Supply? Uh -huh. well, I mean, there's three of us. I'm taking up more air now. Exactly. <laughs> so, I am actually just projecting a lot of air because I am full of hot air. Oh, oh that's, well, that's true. That could be useful. I suppose so. Well, Tark, here are the rules of trivia. We have provided you with a, a pencil and paper. We're going to ask you some questions. Our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get right. And our AI seems to have kind of a sense of humor because in addition to correct answers, it is giving points for answers that are so wrong that they make us giggle. We'll ask all the questions for a round to give our listeners some time to think about their own answers, and then we'll check in with you and see how you did. Listeners at home, you can... Keep your score along with Tarek's and tweet us and let us know how you did. If you do better, then I'll like your tweet. Yeah. That is true. She will go through Twitter and like 
Yep. That's, that's all she does. Yep. She does. She does not engage. She will not. I respond. will not comment or reply or retweet, but I might like it. Which tweet? What tweet? The tweet. If you tweet your score and you do better. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. However, I think from here on in, she might just find your Twitter and ah, okay. like every tweet. I can do that. If, if you need to be you, gassed up, I will gas you up. Okay. Yeah. It goes with the hot air. Yeah. We got a nice little <laughs> theme going on here. <laughs> Good to know. Well, why don't we launch into round one, which is a general knowledge round? Okay. Question one. Steinway Pianos stopped using which organic material to make its keys in 1956? Steinway Pianos, if I remember correctly, is the reason that Brooklyn exists, right? Like, didn't... uh, So Steinway Pianos... Well, not that it exists, but Steinway Pianos had their factory out in Brooklyn. And in the early days of New York City transit, the reason that uh, the subways crossed the bridge was for Steinway Pianos, I think. Does that sound right to anybody? I have no idea. I don't know what world we're in. I was really just giving Tark some time to think. So, Tark, question number two is a five-part question. And so go ahead and write 2A through E on your little answer sheet. I will name a governor, and you have to tell me the state that she governed. Oh, God. All right. So here they go. Empowered women. Let's go. Indeed. Some of them are kind of sleazy. But okay, here we go. 2A. Empowered to be sleazy. Is Christine Todd Whitman. Tell us what state she was governor of. 2B, Nikki Haley. 2C, Sarah Palin. Friend of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 2D, Bev Perdue. And 2E, Kathleen Sebelius, who ended up working in the Obama administration. Was she Secretary of Housing and Urban Development? I, I don't know. Or, no, wait. Health, uh, health and Human Services? Well, I, I was in like, she, middle she was school in the Catholic, yeah, high school. Y- you are a, a baby as well. I keep finding these co-hosts who have only barely started to form as humans. How did that happen? (laughs) You're so mean to me. Okay, question number three. According to Forbes, which six actresses were the highest paid in 2017? And this is a very official list. (laughs) A very, very official list. Uh, First off, it's from 2017. Oh, what did I say? Well, you said 2017, which means that our AI did not bother to update it for last year classic ai move yeah um it is unfortunately unfortunate that we let this ai uh do anything at all because it has such a weird mind of its own and you and spock are clearly able to tinker with it but this does sort of uh this does sort of prove that the timeline hijinks continue here on the pod it it really does um i don't know i think the ai does a good job in general why? Because you've programmed it with your personality. It's it's got its own personality, uh-huh. but for it's, sure. But it's clearly patterned after your brainwaves. Only the good parts. Uh huh. Which okay. is all of them. We'll see what Dave Mills has to say about that from his hijinks with the AI in episode seven. <laughs> Boy, that was a that was a deep cut reference for the podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> Tarek, question number four. I will name a college. You tell me what state it is in. All right, so here they are. This is a four-part question. 4A, Bemidji State University. I didn't say I was going to name big colleges. 
<laughs> that would be too kind. Yeah. 4B Minot State University. 4C is Marshall University, which is everybody knows Marshall from We Are Marshall. No one knows where Marshall is. That may not even be a U.S. state. It may end up, in fact, being on the moon. And 4D Winthrop University. So, so it's my favorite university. Is that your favorite university? Yeah. Why? Because I've decided right now that it was for any reason at all or do you just like the word winthrop on the it tongue just, it's just nice winthrop yeah all right that sounds fine to me okay let's go to question five let's please <laughs> which 1971 novel is a retelling of beowulf from the monster's perspective and if you're feeling smart tell us the author and you'll get another 50 points if you're feeling like you know a lot of 1971 novels who doesn't I don't know a lot of 1971. Name another 1971 novel. Okay, I don't really know years, but I'm sure I know at least one other from like, around 1970. Further proof of the timeline hijinks. Well, uh, maybe The World According to Garp was a 1971 oh, yeah, yeah. novel, mm -hmm. which would be interesting to hear that book from the perspective of the monster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't read that, so I'm just going to let that literary joke go over my head. All right, question number six. Which four famous words that opened the Indianapolis 500 were amended when driver Janet Guthrie became the first woman to compete in the race? Big feminism hours, boys. Indeed, indeed. All right, so... That is the end of round one. We're giving Tar just another minute to think about his answers. Rach, would you ever drive the Indi Indianapolis 500 in the escape pod? Um, who's to say I haven't? I guess that's true. I mean, we are asleep for so much of the week. You might be regularly getting back into Earth, retrofitting the pod into a car, competing in races, launching us back into space, and then being like, haha, you're nowhere near Earth. I'm incredibly busy. <sighs> So many tortures. Question number one, Tarek. It's time to hear your answers. Steinway Pianos stopped using which organic material to make its keys in 1956? A correct answer here is worth 50 points. I said wood. Ooh, I'm sorry. It is not wood. The, the correct answer is ivory. Oh. Yeah. The good old phrase tickling the ivories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's that makes so much sense. Protecting the elephants. Question two. Uh, I'll name a governor. You tell me the state she governed. A, Christine Todd Whitman. The answer, what do you have for that one? I had either New Mexico or oh, Captain My Captain. <laughs> Both are correct. Oh, really? No. <laughs> Both are wrong. Uh, B, Nikki Haley. Well, let's, let's tell our, oh. let's tell our oh. readers the, or oh, our yeah. listeners the answer. I know things. Yeah, uh, that's cool. It's New Jersey. Oh. Yeah. And you. Uh, B, Nikki Haley. South Carolina. Yeah, correct. That's worth 50 points. Uh, C, Sarah Palin. Alaska. Also correct. D, Bev Perdue. I said Indiana. Nope. Hmm. That's a good old one from North Carolina. I wanted to say North Carolina, but I was like the Purdue family, so. Mm. But um, there's also a Purdue who's governed in Georgia, right? Sonny Purdue? Hmm. I wonder if they're related. Don't look at me. I wonder if they're yeah. all just genetically engineered chickens. To be rich. Oh, I wish I was a genetically engineered chicken. Mm. See, I just feel like you saying that means I'm going to wake up next week and I'm going to be a <laughs> genetically engineered chicken. I promise nothing. Um, 
E. Kathleen Sibelius? Sibelius? Who knows? I just said Nevada. No, it was Kansas. Oh. But so close. So close. Tark, according to Forbes, which six actresses were the highest paid in 2017? I wonder where this list even came from. It might Apparently just be, Forbes. It might just be six. Oh, yeah, so like, yeah. is that like a six part question? I it never, is. A six I was part. waiting for like the letters. No, it's like, a. Oh, it's just... a, oh no. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. Any, any six will do you, and we don't even know the correct order. So I guess oh. just like six famous actresses. Who is even money. acting in that year? It was so long ago. <laughs> How can one even remember? Um, what year was it again? 2017. I think they 2017. actually suspended acting that year. Do they count the payment they get made in the movies of that year, or do they get paid prior to the movie or post-movie? Ooh, that is a fine, fine question. So, um, I, my guess is probably a little bit of both. I'm going to throw Emma Stone on here. Emma Stone is the first answer we've got, so that's worth 50 ding, points. Ding, okay, uh, let's go with God, 2017. Um, hmm. I wish it was just Emma Stone acting and everything. It was made so much easier. Um, All like, movies would have been La La Land. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, okay. Because um, there's so many women who are doing a lot of amazing acting, but I don't know how much they got paid for it. That's well, a clever way to disguise the fact you only know one female actress. Oh, actually, I was going to say a bunch of others, but I don't think they had movies in the Well, and see, the other thing is um, there I'm are... I'm going to say Monet. Uh, not oh, on, not on the list because she counts as an actress, but makes so much money elsewhere. Well, she is super awesome. She does. And I will say, you just mentioned that uh, there are a lot of women doing fantastic acting. Many of the ones on this list are not actually doing fantastic acting. Oh, okay. yeah, they're just very well compensated. Okay, yeah. Um, let's one go one with... of them has not been relevant since like the nineties. Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Oh, I again, fantastic acting. Yeah. You're not you're pitching in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she still got three um, more guesses. All right, let's go with um, Jennifer Aniston. That is correct. Yeah. Why? <laughs> right? That's what I'm. I asking. was hoping that wasn't. I feel the like answer. she's in every rom com. Well, she, uh, she did uh, a Netflix movie with Adam Sandler. But that was this past year. This that was this year. Oh, she might have recorded or filmed it in 2017. That's so weird. Yeah. But she made bank. She also did the one um, about the Texas beauty pageant mom, which was actually super cute. I really liked that one. I'm going to say Jennifer Lopez if we're on this track. Jennifer Lopez is not a correct nope. answer. And then Je um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, you, <laughs> as well. you said so many Jennifers. I know I had to. But, <laughs> but you missed the most important one. Uh, the correct answers were Emma Stone, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Melissa McCarthy. She was also in a space pod. She, yes, she sure was. Indeed, uh, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy's great. Mila Kunis. Spy was out that year. Spy was out that year. I believe yeah. she she made a lot of movies that were Mila Kunis. Good. What was Mila Kunis even? I in? Was no she in Jupiter? Idea. Was that Jupiter Ascending? Or was that earlier? The, actually, that reminds me of Anna Kendrick, who I think had a good movie that year. Not on the list, though. Oh, Emma Watson was the last on the list. Emma Watson. I think that was yeah. her Beauty and the Beast year. That she oh, made it that gotcha. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not such bad acting actually in that list of characters. Right. Really, it's just Jennifer Aniston. You threw me a pitch. Mila Kunis. Really? She has her What moments. is she even in? Is it oh, like she no was in Bad attack? Moms that year. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But then at that point, I would have thought it would be Cameron Diaz. Mm. That's a good point. Wasn't she in that movie? Or was I, she in a movie that was Bad Teacher, I think? Something about Bad. But Melissa McCartney? No. I, I think yeah. all all movies now are just named Bad Somethings. Like yeah. Bad Moms, yeah. Bad Teacher, Bad Grandpa. Yeah. Bad, <laughs> that, that's when the one you star in. Bad Day. Oh, God. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm learning so much. <laughs> so am I about how Rachel feels about me. <laughs> Question number four. I'll name a college you told me the state it's in. For A, Bemidji State University. What'd you um, have? America. <laughs> You're not wrong. Can you get more specific? Uh, let's go with North Dakota. Mm, alas, it was Minnesota. God. I know. But you're thinking in the right direction. That's correct. What about B? Minot State University. I think it's, it's Minot. Minot? I just I said Colorado. Oh, sorry. That one was North Dakota. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, so close <laughs> and yet so far. Uh, C, Marshall University. There's a Marshall in Ohio, but I don't know if it's the same one. It's not the same one. No. I don't know. Can actually, I know there's Miami in Ohio. Well, you know what? You know what? We'll ask the AI to do a little, okay. a little further research. I actually might be making that up. It might be Miami of Ohio. It might be. Uh, we were looking for West Virginia. Oh, God. And 4D was uh, Winthrop University. I just said Virginia. Oh, close. South Carolina oh, God. was the right okay. answer on that one. Well, Number five, which 1971 novel is a retelling of Beowulf from the monster's perspective? I said Moby Dick written by Mike from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. The AI is giving you 25 points for that one. What's uh, the actual answer? It was Grendel by John Gardner. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And number six, which four famous words that opened the Indianapolis 500 were amended when Janet Guthrie became the first woman driver to compete in the race? I'm assuming gentlemen start your engine. That is correct for 50 points. At the end of round one, Tark, you have got 275 points. Well on the way to a strong, strong showing. Yep. <laughs> So that, enthusiastic. That's <laughs> sorry. She, you know what? A lot of times she just has to confirm that the reality that we're living is in fact the reality that is being recorded. I have a troubled mind. Please don't we pay all me do. any attention. Tarek, round two today is a Marvel Comics plus general knowledge round. In this round, uh, each question is going to have at least two parts. One part will be focused on Marvel Comics. Another part will be focused. Not at all on Marvel Comics, so we'll see how you do in that. Here is question number one. Marvel is working on a film about the master of kung fu. Name that Marvel character and then name the actor who played the lead role in the television show, Kung Fu. Tark, did you ever watch that show growing up, Kung Fu? How old do I need to be to have watched uh, that show? Really old. It was a show in the 70s. No. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but what was cool about that was uh, the guy who was on Kung Fu showed up later, I think, on Daredevil, the Netflix Daredevil, uh, also doing Kung Fu. He was old by that point. I don't think I'm giving anything away on that. Maybe I, I think am. I know the character you're talking about. That he, he's like mentor? He, he, yeah, he was stick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, let's jump into question number two. Okay. Question number two. Name these gods. A. Marvel's Asgardian trickster. B. The Egyptian sun god. C. The Greek god of the sea. And D. Oh, actually, there's an E too. So D. The god of compassion, tenderness, and love in Hinduism. And E. Roman goddess of love. So that's a... That's a that's a whole pantheon. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, I, I occasionally know words. Um, that's pulling from a lot of different traditions, though. Or really, testinism, lateral thinking. I guess that's true. We wanted to see how much he knows about 
many, many, many different gods. Tark, question number three. Natasha Romanoff in the Marvel Universe uses a spidery code name. Tell me what that is, and then tell me the difference between arachnids and insects. What is this? Second grade. You know what? I did not know this. Really? Yeah. I mean, I knew that arachnids were not insects, but I actually did not know the exact thing that separated them. I was like, well, they're both kind of creepy. I remember learning, actually. You remember learning? I remember learning this, yes. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were just like, I just just remember I remember learning, you idiot. (laughs) No, my mom homeschooled me for kindergarten and read me a book about bees, and that was when I learned the difference. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, should I ask the next question? Uh, Okay. Question number four. By day, he has a law firm with his old pal. By night, he's Daredevil. Name that law firm. And then named the 1970s Daredevil motorcyclist, well known for ramp-to-ramp motorcycle jumps. Man, this is uh, this is pulling from the 70s. It, I feel like the AI has written these questions as though perhaps Tarek is like a 55-year-old man, which he is not. Tarek <laughs> it's is almost, a, it's like the AI man. is a 55-year-old man almost. <laughs> it's just an awful lot like that. So basically what you're accusing me of is that the AI has imprinted on me. And yeah, not on I you. think you're tampering. I am not. I'm asleep. You have cameras all over this escape pod, which why did you put so many cameras all over this escape? Just in case something, you know, explodes to go check. It's really creepy. I feel like I have zero privacy. Look, you can, you know, I'll take the one out of the shower. Wait, there's a camera in the (laughs) shower? I've said too much. Oh, my God. Tarek, question number five. Silver Surfer searched the cosmos for planets that his creator could devour. Name his creator, and then name the two-letter atomic symbol for silver on the periodic table. Woot woot. I, I love the periodic know. table. Y- y- you do? I do. Okay. Yeah. Can you recite like the whole... I... No. <laughs> I cannot. If you love it so much, name five elements. I... Carbon. Carbon part two. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. Uh, helium, hydrogen, Californium, Einsteinium, Rachelium, which Mm-mm. it was interesting to me that you invented a new element to power the pod, then immediately named after yourself. So did so did many people. Many people have done that. Einsteinium, for example. He did not name that after himself. But he could have. Well... Let's move on. I notice also there's Spockium in the litter box beneath the text. <laughs> That's a nasty new element. Question number six. Name the following witches. And you can number this A through D or letter it, I suppose. Whatever. Uh, name the following witches. A. Marvel's Wanda Maximoff. B. The witch crushed by a house in The Wizard of Oz. C. The teenage witch from Archie Comics. Who also has a season two of a Netflix show coming back, she right? She sure does. Is that coming it. out just in time for Halloween? I mean, it feels I like hope it should. So. Yeah. I should. D, the witch who protected King Arthur in myth and fought Marvel's Black Knight. Oh, that's a that's a double Marvel question. Uh, Tarek, does your... Because uh, I know that you've read some comic books in the past. Are you a fan of Marvel's Black Knight? I could be, but I have not become one yet. <laughs> it's uh, There's really no reason. 
I like he was, <laughs> there's no point <laughs> he I always thought he was sort of like the weakest member of the Avengers but I think he's gonna be in that Eternals movie I always liked uh I don't know if actually these I don't know if they would be considered part of the Eternals but um what's his name uh he's does the, his voice is so powerful he's not allowed to actually speak oh uh Black Bolt Black Bolt yep yeah in um, humans though he's in humans yeah yeah, which, you know, they tried to wedge into the Marvel Cinematic yeah, that, Universe that and went. that failed. Did you ever see the show? No, I, I just looked so bad. It really did look bad. I <laughs> wanted to go see the first episode in IMAX. When is it one of the characters, movie. the dude from Game of Thrones? Like, I think he's like Ramsey or whatever. Oh, is it? I don't know. He like Ramsey like Bolton, who was so freaking creepy and like yeah. tortured. Um, yeah. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Tortured, though, John Wick villain. Mm -hmm. Oh, John Wick is such a good movie. Yeah. But one Myronovich? Uh, no, the kid who, the kid oh, who killed his dog, no, uh, oh. Alfie Allen. How could you? What? How could you ever kill a dog? Sorry. I'm just still mad about John Wick. Well, dogs killed him in the end, so. True. Karma. Yeah. Also, Spock fantasizes weakly about killing dogs. Just so Does you know. he imagine himself becoming a larger version of himself uh, to kill the dog? How do you know what Spock fantasizes smart? about? He, because once you gave him the ability to speak, he occasionally would come and speak to me uh, after we finished recording a podcast, and he has said repeatedly, "I fantasize all the time about being much larger than you, so that I can devour you." Also, dogs. Wow. Yeah, there actually was a study done sometime in that. the past few years. I'm not sure how relevant it was or how recent it was, but there was something along the lines of how cats would murder us. If they were big enough to. So. Okay, I've heard that, but I've also heard they they love us. And like, I think they the reason they bring the like to birds food. to our doors is because they think we can't hunt for ourselves and they're trying to feed us. I guess, but maybe they're trying to fatten us up. <laughs> to eat us. That so. seems more likely somehow. <laughs> more in America, so they don't have too much of an issue with that. Well, let's find out the answers to our Marvel Comics round. Targ, let's see how you did. Question number one, Marvel is working on a film about the master of Kung Fu. Can you name that Marvel character? I wish I could. I know it on the tip of my tongue, but I could not find it. I think it's Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yeah. And then name the actor who played the lead role in the television show Kung Fu and later stick on Daredevil. I think. I'm not sure. I'm just going to say Bruce Lee. Uh, that is... It's totally incorrect. In but, incorrect, yeah. but a great try. David Carradine was the correct answer. Basically and the same. Is he a white guy? He's yeah. a white guy. That makes more sense. Yeah. Because I... Yeah. Long okay. tradition of casting white dudes in Kung Fu stuff. Yeah. yeah. The experts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> white guys are the experts in everything, so... Uh, question number two. Uh, name these gods. Marvel's Asgardian trickster. What'd you have for that one? Loki. Good one. Uh, the Egyptian sun god. This one seems almost too easy, but it could be wrong. Sun Ra. Indeed it is. Uh, three. C. The Greek god of the sea. Poseidon. Mm-hmm. D. The god of compassion, tenderness, and love in Hinduism. This one I had on the tip of my tongue, and I actually have said this one much more often than the other four of them, but I forgot it. It's Krishna. Oh, God. Yep. That's, that's it's okay. And E, Roman goddess of love. I had Aphrodite. That's the Greek goddess oh, no. of love. Do you, okay. want, do you want to try again? Um, no, I don't really care that much. It's, okay. It's Venus. <laughs> nah. 
But you know what? Uh, since you had a goddess of love, it looks like the AI has awarded you 25 points for that. Question number three, Natasha. Lo- love is a whole concept. <laughs> Natasha Romanoff uses a spidery code name in the Marvel Universe. Tell me what it is. Black Widow. That is correct for 50 points. And then tell me the difference between arachnids and insects. I don't know which answer to go with, but I was going to say skeletal structure, but also like the legs. But um, yeah, I feel like the f- like insects are far weaker creatures. <laughs> That's such a broad generalization. <laughs> and what did your kindergarten education have to say about that, Rach? Well, spiders have eight legs and insects have six. Okay. And then spiders also have two body sections. Yeah, so skeletal structure and, and legs. Insects have three. Yeah. You're correct. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I feel work. like I feel like they're more superior than that way though. Right? Like more legs. You can do so many more things. Yeah, well, but there are so many insects out there. I feel like you can make that in broad strokes. I just, I feel like tarantulas trump so many other bugs. What about like wasps? I think, okay, depends. So if the wasps are swarming, yes. But if they're like one on one, I would take a tarantula every day. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to go back to the Marvel Universe for proof. Ant Man, kind of boring until, you know, it finally showed up on screen. Spider Man. Yeah. Awesome for 50 years. I'm going spider. I'm spider. with Tarek on okay, this one. I do yeah. like Spider-Man. Also yeah. Venom. That's pretty good. I mean, he's mm. not technically a spider. I don't think he's an insect. Te- yeah, technically a symbiote. Yeah. yeah. That was so weird. Have you seen that movie? I have not. I no, but to. I've heard so many things. It was awkward. I liked it. It was a good movie. It just does it not was, follow canon. I heard it was somewhat homoerotic. Is that cool. true? Sure. I don't know. Okay. I mean, the whole uh, character is somewhat homoerotic. Uh, yeah, I could do some spoilers if you guys want. I don't particularly care. Okay. Well, listeners, spoilers. Oh, long story short, um, Venom, the whole idea of Venom is that he kind of takes after Spider-Man. So he sees what Spider-Man looks like and then becomes like the suit or he, he dresses up as, he, he patterns himself and his body after Spider-Man because he thinks Spider-Man is a superior being. But um, what actually happens is that in this Venom movie, he just kind of already looks like Venom. So... It's like he never knew Spider-Man Cause, Yeah, because they did the movie without any Spider-Man. Without Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, isn't it he like just a is separate... Venom. And I was like, okay, good to know. Mm, okay. And he has like a whole colony he comes from. So, yeah. Well, all right. All if right. you ever invite him on the podcast. Well. Oh, I don't think we're going to invite a dangerous symbiotes. alien symbiote What about Tom Hardy, though? Tom Hardy we would invite on the podcast. Mm. Yes. I feel like we would have a 0% chance of getting him to come onto the podcast. But <laughs> do not jinx us. I, start that campaign. Uh, f- all right. So, listeners, what we need you to do is write Hashtag in. Hashtag get Tom Hardy on Truthiest Just go ahead and write in with all of your contact information for Tom Hardy if you've got his digits I could think of the phone. hashtag just being get Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, uh, a quick Google search reveals that that is something else entirely, Tarek. Ooh, oh, oh man. Let's move on to number four. <laughs> By day. He has a law firm with his old pal. By night, he's Daredevil. Name that law firm. I don't know, but I feel like he should have just named it the Daredevil law firm. That would have been really thinking. Um, it's actually Nelson and Murdoch. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, close. Yeah. Um, and then, can you also name that 1970s Daredevil motorcyclist? Well known for ramp to ramp motorcycle jumps. No, I did watch Toy Story 4. And there was a guy who jumped. There was a toy that jumped, and he's Canadian who jumped over a bunch of ramps. And yeah, actually, filled miserably most of it. I don't remember, but um, I would have preferred him as my answer. Well, it's, but it's I, evil Knievel. Yeah, that's. But you know, these are so 
So close. <laughs> really almost there. Question number five. Silver Surfer searched the cosmos for planets that his creator could devour. Who was his creator? So the interesting thing about this question is that Norinrad already existed and had already like been a creature. And so I guess in the sense that Silver Surfer never existed prior, Galactus is his creator. That is correct. But, Indeed. you know, he just, it's like he put on a, on a, on a, an existence. So I don't know. Maybe maybe some other force was his creator. Oh my god, you you just got double credit from the AI for not only uh not only knowing that Galactus was his creator, but that uh Norin Rad uh, of Zen La clearly was already out there in the yeah. cosmos and therefore I'm very curious because like I know the Beyonder exists, I know the Watchers exist, but like who technically is like the god figure in this universe? If any. That, yeah, there's Spock. so many of them. Spock. <laughs> uh, we also wanted you to name the two-letter atomic symbol for silver. I had AU, but I think that's gold. That is gold, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. AG is oh, silver. so close. Yeah. That wasn't even a sound effect. That was me. That was. Engineer Rachel. Yeah. I'm very good. Yeah, she does the sad trombone. She, she do voice work. Yeah. I really should. <laughs> She's got sad trombone, and I have got um, uh, air horn. Wah, wah. This is kind of like a Galactus situation where, like, Rachel existed, but then she became sad trombone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can also do the Kill Bill sirens. <laughs> no. I've actually never seen Kill Bill. Really? Yeah. I guess I should. Hmm. Yeah, one of these days. Question number six, name the following witches. 6A, Marvel's Wanda Maximoff. Has Scarlet Witch. That is correct for 50 points. 6B, the witch crushed by a house in The Wizard of Oz. Was she the Wicked Witch of the West? That is also correct. Uh, 6C is the teenage witch from Archie Comics. Sabrina. That is correct. I'll give Do you, you know her last yeah, name? Yeah, another 50 points if you know her last name. Um... It's kind of a joke. It's such a bad pun. Really? Um, I forgot. Spellman. Oh, God. Ah, isn't that yeah. awful? <laughs> no, but it's just like every one of these is like Krishna, Spellman. I was like, oh, my gosh. These are. <laughs> I knew these. Multiple and choice questions would be so much more helpful here. 6D, the witch who protected King Arthur in myth, but then fought Marvel's Black Knight in the comic books. I don't think she's a witch. I think this is the wrong person entirely, but I just like Guinevere. She's not a witch. Yeah, I figured. It's Morgan Le Fay. That's such a longer name than I was expecting. I just thought it'd be like a one-word name. Really? Huh. How do you spell Le Fay? L-E space F-A-Y. It is weird that she got a last name, but like Lancelot wasn't yeah. like Lancelot. Yeah. I mean, that's Guinevere's Guinevere. I mean, like, I guess she's just on. like Morgan of the Fay. Probably. Oh, yeah. I guess that maybe that's true. What um, what is the Fay? What is the Fay? Well, it's not spelled like it's not spelled like Faye F A E. I just keep thinking of Morgan Freeman now. Mm. That that would be an awesome witch. In the show Merlin, which is a great BBC show, it uh, she's Morgana. Oh, that actually sounds. I prefer that name. Yeah. I think it's more regal. Indeed. Yeah, it is really. Morgan's just kind of like, oh, I saw you in a sorority once. It was a bad experience. <laughs> you probably did. Well, I mean, I've never been near a sorority except for when they do the rushing. And so, uh, actually, you haven't So, gone... you rushed a sorority? No, I walked down the street and saw that. I did that existing. too. I was trying to go to a poetry reading and oh. walked through. 
the sorority rushing yeah, was Chapel very Hill. uneasy. I know which reading you're talking about. It was uh, Jaws themed. Yes. So they had Wiped. all these sharks out. They were across the street from the outdoor Wait, poetry the rush reading. was Jaws themed yes. or the poetry reading was it Jaws themed? It was tri delt so it's like their symbols like 3Ds. Oh, and yeah, so it was like you. Jaws and 3D. Oh. It was a decent joke. Okay. Okay. What year is this? This was this year. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, because, you know, sororities are always, uh, you know, using topical films as themes for, <laughs> for their parties. And everybody's talking about that hit new movie, Jaws. Oh. I mean, don't, no heart a classic. You know, it works. And next year they'll be using. Shark Week's always happening. Yeah. Why not? Next week they'll be using Bad Moms as their theme. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can see all they're, like, they're just looking into their futures. Just, yeah, no, they're just talking about their childhoods. <laughs> all right. Tark, at the end of two rounds, your score has catapulted forward to 800 points. We only need a thousand to power the pod for another week. So we are so, so close. This seems like it would be a really good chance for us to take a short break. Stick around. There's more trivia escape pod. Mm, bye. We're back with more Trivia Skate Pod. If you like the show, help us out by telling a friend to find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or our website, TriviaEscapePod.com. We spend quite a bit of time each week writing the questions that keep you entertained, so let folks know about us. And if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod. Our guest today is Tarek Lithan, and he has got 800 points through two rounds. He is crushing it. And Tarek, round three today is a movies out of order round. In this round, we took all the words from the title of a famous movie, mixed them up somewhat, and then the AI wrote a new plot based on that scrambled title. All of the words are the same, only the order is different, and our new plot may or may not have anything to do with the original. Here's an example. James Dean is running a charity, but he really needs some dissidents to staff it. If you just take an existing movie title, rearrange the words, you figure out that this one is Cause Without a Rebel. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've got 10 of these, so strap yourself <laughs> in, so Engineer sorry. Rachel. Look, you know, the AI does this to us. Here is your first plot. Five high school students meet in Saturday detention and eat sandwiches with turkey, lettuce, tomato, mayo, and an extra slice of bread for their first meal. Yeah, it's, it's a good sandwich. Seems like a really dull movie, though. <laughs> Just kids eating sandwiches. It's about 45 minutes long. They take a really long time to eat the sandwiches. So we just see every chew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's every chew from every actor. Yeah, from every angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Question number two. After the fight the on the ice planet Hoth, Luke Skywalker's spine repeatedly hits Cookie and Lucius. Huh. 
That's interesting. Why would somebody's spine go around hitting Cookie and Lucius? And who are Cookie and Lucius? That's really the question. I guess so. Um, I, yeah, I'd be relying on the fight on the ice planet Hoth uh, piece of that one. Love me some Luke Skywalker, though. Has there ever been a greater whiner in the history of the universe? Mm, when he makes that rat face and when he's like, you know, discovering the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Here is the plot to your third movie, Tarek. A listless and alienated teenager decides to help his new friend win the class presidency and figures out a blunt force strategy to end the French Revolutionary Wars. <laughs> so You heard him. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Vote for Pedro. <laughs> oh, I have an anecdote, but after the reveal. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Number four. In 1980s Italy, a romance blossoms between a 17-year-old student and an older man who is adept at classifying birds by making their chirps. Tweet, tweet. No, it's birds by by their mating chirp. Oh, I... Or I guess also by making their chirps, that would but, work. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, I can read. Indeed. Here is number five... Three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on a local legend about a sorceress in a rundown public housing development. Man, the, the, even the trailer for the original movie made me a little bit motion sick. I was just like, uh, yeah. I accidentally own that movie. Do You accidentally own yeah, it? Yeah, I did not return it to the library on time. <laughs> that's not accidental ownership that's theft no Engineer it, was Rachel. Mis- it was a mix-up anyway uh six joy fear anger disgust and sadness all stay indoors but are openly gay i hate, I hate our ai <laughs> that's yeah that one's a really that one's terrible all right here's number seven Tark. A nobody becomes a wealthy stockbroker living the high life before his downfall when he tries to erect President Trump's signature initiative in the wrong place. This one's just okay. The You mean the AI's yeah, movie or the original? Because the, the original has one of my favorite scenes in all no, of film history. Uh, there's a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio is like... Uh, incoherently like crashing his car and uh uh storming into like a country club or something in the original and oh my god it's it is utterly hilarious it's on my to watch list but i haven't seen it it's a really it's a really disturbing movie because it's like yep that totally happens Mm. in the u.s Mm. Mm. number eight four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the uk a handful of survivors enjoy about a month of staying up a little past their bedtimes Oh, that sounds like a really nice month. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number nine, Tarek. Electrician and hustler Ron Woodruff helps AIDS patients get the medications they need, but he badly beats all of the purchasers from one specific city. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. This just makes me laugh. 
Your laugh is so subtle, too. It's just like the most. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'm quiet. Number 10. A neurosurgeon becomes Sorcerer Supreme of Earth. But his patients still think there's something really off about him. Honestly, the original kind of works for this, too. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. All right. So this is our movies out of order round. We have taken the title of an existing movie. We have rearranged the, uh, the words into a whole new order. And here is number one. Five high school students meet in Saturday detention and eat sandwiches with turkey, lettuce, tomato, mayo, and an extra slice of bread for their first meal. I put breakfast the club, but also I would love to see a movie about clubbing the breakfast. <laughs> You're kind of close. Uh, yeah, I think is I think the AI is going to give you partial credit on that. So the club breakfast. I had that, that was... actually written down, oh, but well, that's then, the one. But then I, I think, AI... but I I think breakfast. You know, colon the club sounds like more of a movie. Uh, and the AI has accessed the cameras and has confirmed that you did write that down. So that's the full fifty points. Mm -hmm. Next question. After a fight at the ice planet Hoth, Luke Skywalker's spine repeatedly hits Cookie and Lucius. Well, the thing is, like, I'm not sure if there's supposed to be an article in this title, but I put there is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Strike the Empire back. I have you got the uh, base movie, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Uh, so the back strikes Empire. Uh, I guess Cookie, Cookie and, and Lucius, Lucius are, are characters on Empire. I haven't seen it. I I think Mal well, well, There's a back in this. Like somebody's back is striking Cookie yeah. and Lucius. Yeah, His that was spine. the spine. Oh, I missed that part. Uh -huh. that, that okay, that makes more sense. Number three, a listless and alienated teenager decides to help his new friend win the class presidency. And figures out a blunt force strategy to end the French Revolutionary Wars. Dynamite Napoleon. Dynamite Napoleon. Hot dog. Exactly you got it. Right. Yeah. It helps when there's only two words in the original title. <laughs> I just was so busy finishing the f number two, I didn't hear the question. <laughs> okay. In 1980s Italy, a romance blossoms between a 17-year-old student and an older man who was adept at classifying birds by their mating calls. I put name me by your call. Name yeah. me by your call. Yeah, that's correct. That's, that's the one. The peach. Number five, three film students vanish after traveling into a Maryland forest to film a documentary on a local legend about a sorceress in a rundown public housing development. Terabithia the Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the AI uh, has the Project Witch Blair. Okay, I was going to say uh, Cloverfield. Um. <laughs> I knew there was way not enough words for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, putting it out of order would just be Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah. It lacks a certain uh, certain punch when read that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, number six: joy, fear, anger, disgust, and sadness all stay indoors, but are openly gay. I just put coming out. The correct answer there was out inside. After inside, inside out. Inside out. Uh, yeah. yeah, I never knew the title of that movie. I just knew like, why is it happening? <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute, actually. Number seven. A nobody becomes a wealthy stockbroker living the high life before his downfall when he tries to erect President Trump's signature initiative in the wrong place. 
I think it's from Wolf of Wall Street, but mm-hmm. I'm just like Wall Street of Wolf. I don't I don't know what uh, the order would be. That is the the Wall of Wolf Street. Oh, okay. Oh, but oh, is Wall? St- I guess that makes sense because Wall Street isn't actually one word, is it? No, it's not. It's two. Uh, that was my issue. I kept uh. thinking it was one word, so I couldn't split it up. Ah, interesting. Here's number eight for you. All right. Four weeks after a mysterious, incurable virus spreads through the UK, a handful of survivors enjoy about a month of staying up a little later past their bedtime. 28 later days. 28 later days is correct. Number nine, electrician and hustler Ron Woodruff helps AIDS patients get the medications they need, but he badly beats all of the purchasers from one specific city. Uh, it's I know it's Dallas Buyers Club, but so what, what are they? Buyers Club Dallas or Club Dallas Buyers? Oh, okay. <laughs> They're Dallas Buyers. You You're gotta right. club them. That makes more sense yeah. as opposed to beating the actual city people from the city. <laughs> you yeah. Could try. Okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, ten. A neurosurgeon becomes sorcerer supreme of Earth, but his patients still think there's something off about him. Strange doctor. Yep. That is correct. You were totally right about the Doctor Strange thing working too, though. (laughs) And after three rounds, we are already over a thousand points. Tark, you are at eleven twenty-five going into our final round today. How are you feeling? I'm feeling alive. Surviving okay. still. Well, doing doing my thing. It's, given the Ooh. way she's been messing with the life support systems, it's great that we feel like I'm making we it, it better. Ways. You put so much oxygen in here that our eyeballs were bulging out just a minute it's ago. It's a nice little high. I mean, does it help us see better? Probably. Does it hurt? Yes. <laughs> you gotta you gotta take some punches, man. Some fish islands going on here just in real time. You we, gotta take the good with the bad. We have got one more trivia question. Or the bad with the less bad. <laughs> It's all bad on the pod. (laughs) We've got one more trivia question for you today. It's a top 10 question. And the way this is going to work is we're going to ask you one question. It has 10 correct answers. In this case, it actually has 11 because there's a tie towards the bottom. Uh, But you get to give us 10 answers. And each correct answer is worth 100 points this time. So you could could really see your score take off here. Uh, But this is a tough one, Tarek. I'm not sure that any human being is well suited to it. We'll see. Okay. According to thestreet.com, who are the highest paid players in the NBA for 2018-2019? This is salaries only with no endorsement deals. We need the 10 highest paid players in the NBA in 2018-2019. We'll give you a second to think about that if you want to get started. Does that mean the year that just passed? The the year that just passed, yeah. So the season season before the one that's... Uh, that has just gotten underway, I guess, right. uh, as this podcast reaches Earth. Rachel, mm. Rach, are you a big basketball fan? Um, I always say I like basketball, but I don't follow it. So basically, you always say you like basketball. I generally you, enjoy you know, watching it when I come. I used to play in middle school. Can you believe that? I can believe that. You're wily. I am wily. Were you a point guard? I don't remember. Did you dribble a lot or shoot a lot? I did neither most of the time. Ah, um, a defense first player. I, I did. See. I did the first time I ever got a basket in a game. It was a three point shot, and I was so proud of myself. There it is. And what, then I, I was consistently very bad, but I did do that. What do you know? Was it the college three or the NBA three? I'm gonna say it was a Steph Curry three. I mean, it was a high school basketball court, so. 
do with that what you so, will. So, yeah, you shot from half court for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have that range. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, Tarek, how are you doing? You need a little more time? Um, just a little bit more. I yeah. mean, we can definitely continue to talk about Go the a fabulous exploits of Engineer Rachel's make basketball. It, I also happen. used to play soccer and I swam. Ah, I was very sporty as a child. At the same time? <laughs> Actually, I mean, well, not at the exact same time, but during the, the same yeah. during the same years, yes. Do you okay? So you have a moment where your basketball career hit its pinnacle. It was that that first made three, probably. Yeah. Do you have a moment on the soccer field of transcendence? I literally never scored a goal. I played for like eight years. <laughs> well, you know that's okay if you were like a defensive player. I did play more defense or a goalie. Goalies aren't expected sometimes, to score the goals. Sometimes I was the goalie. All right. Yeah. So that's Usually I was score. defense. Sometimes midfield. Those are my, you know, proud moments. One of the great joys of my life was um, I coached a five-year-old soccer team. One oh, year. I coached a three-year-old one time. And. I had a blast because it was just like no matter what we taught them, as soon as the game started, all the children in a pack <laughs> just following the ball around. They do not understand technique. It is like a, an amoeba trying to go and grab a brain cell. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I helped teach three-year-old girls soccer one year, and mostly it was just like crowd control, like making sure none of them were crying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and But you know the nice thing about being a coach in a five-year-old soccer league is we were also the refs because that's true no one cared all the parents would get really angry about calls and they'd be like really? you made that call because because that favors your team and it's like no i made that call because like, we've, what... we've been out here for an hour and i just wanted to stop we only did like scrimmages so that was nice. my my nephew just started playing soccer he's in the the, the four-year-old's team he's yeah. And he scored the only goal on his team in the correct goal last game. <laughs> in the correct goal. Yep. I like that qualifier. <laughs> All right, Tarek. It is time to find out who the highest paid players in the NBA were last season. This is salary only. Okay. No endorsements. <laughs> On the list, you're starting with 1,125 points. Let's see if you can pad that. Here we go. Here's your first answer. I have LeBron James. That he is the number two on the list. He made 35 million. Really? Yeah. Number two. Okay. All right. Your second answer. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is tied down towards the bottom of the list oh, really? at a mere 30 million dollars. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my 30 million. All right. Here's your third guess. I had Chris Paul. Chris Paul made $35 million last year. He's number four on our... Well, he's tied for number two. That's about what I made. Yeah. That's, okay. That is about what you okay. made, yeah. Um, I should... I, wait, I should add, you made that in our food replicator. You just programmed it to make money, and then you made $35 million. It doesn't grow on trees, rate. but it does come out of food replicators. Okay, I'm sorry, Tarek, but that, I just wanted to... You know, I don't want her to get All indicted good. for All securities good. and exchange. Have I said two from, answers so far? Uh, you have said... Three answers, and they were all correct okay. thus far. Gotcha. Okay. I have Russell Westbrook. Russ is also tied for number two at 35 million. So that's your fourth answer. Right. Four correct. Doing great so far. I had Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin made $31 million mm -hmm. and is tied for 
uh, starting at around fifth with two other players. So nicely done. Is Mike Conley on the list? Mike Conley is on the list. It tied for number eight at thirty million dollars. How did how did you pull that one out? Mike Conley is not somebody that he's really good. Actually, he's really good. But does he jump to mind as like one of the ten best players? No, in the but NBA? he's one of the best point guards. He, and but he's just so injury prone that you never see him. Right. And it's so, weird uh, to me that he made yeah. thirty million dollars. Well, that's the thing. Year. He also I don't know if he was part of the wave that got a lot of money with with the cap spike but i know he he was there were reports of him having like had the highest contract at the time that seems about right that he probably was a free agent in 2016 Mm, i know what we're talking about yeah (laughs) all right you have got uh four guesses left you've already made six guesses you got john wall is on this list i'm 100 percent sure john wall is not really really i'm so sorry oh my gosh how Uh, much is he making i don't have that figure in front of me but that was an air ball man i think you may actually have been thinking about the fact that doesn't didn't his like major supermax that's a total out oh i think that starts it kicks in this season i thought it kicked in last year but because i'm pretty sure it's like an increase percentage wise it probably becomes really bad in like a year yeah but um yeah okay because i know people were really complaining about that all right so three guesses left i have paul george I don't think he is on it though. Paul George is, is tied on. at number eight. Oh, really? Okay. Thirty tied million with Mike. Because I thought he was one of the situations we just talked about with John Wall. Like he was just like too young to make the max. But okay. I really want to say Steph Curry, but I don't. I think he took a team friendly deal. But let's just say Steph anyways. Steph Curry number one on the list at thirty seven point okay, so five his, his million dollars. Okay. All right. You got one guest left. You got two players left on the list. Um. So I incorrectly had John Wall. Um. So I'm sorry. Three players left on the list. Three players oh, left. Yeah, because it's the ties. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say Kevin Love. Kevin Love not on okay. the list. All right. But here is the total list. Number one, Steph Curry. Number two, LeBron James. Number mm-hmm. three, Russell Westbrook. And number four, Chris Paul. Uh, LeBron, Russ, and Chris Paul all tied at $35 million. Uh, Numbers five through seven at $31 million. Blake Griffin, Gordon Haywood. Oh, yeah. that's a That was not. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> and Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, I thought he just got the... Okay, that makes sense. I want to say Kyle so badly, but I figured that he didn't surpass John Wall's I would think You need to follow your heart. Yeah. I would think the raps are like, yeah, he earned that money. Yeah. Numbers 8 through 11, all tied at 30 million. Paul George, Mike Conley, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. I did. I, I thought James Harden's contract didn't hit that point yet, but okay. But I should have gone with the big names. In the end result, you scored 1,925 What? That can get us so far. Oh, my God. So the pod is powered for yet another week. Absolutely fantastic. And as always, all of our questions were provided by the AI supercomputer. So if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com or give us a shout out on Twitter at TriviaEscapePod. But... I will have you know, it doesn't matter because the AI doesn't like you. Also, if you give us a shout out on Twitter at Trivia Escape Pod, Engineer Rachel will like your tweet. Uh, That's the Engineer Rachel guarantee. She's going to gas you up. (laughs) Um, If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, or if you'd like to submit a theme song, we'd love to hear from you. So email us again at TriviaEscapePod at gmail.com. You can also ask one question. This is where you can ask a non-trivia question of our guest, and we'll always offer one question per week. 
And Tarek, this week our question comes from an anonymous player at one of our live shows in Chapel Hill. And uh, so here it is. Were you ever attracted to a cartoon character when you were a kid? Um, I don't think so, but I guess I found cartoon characters attractive, like objectively. And I think uh, if I'm thinking of all of the different kinds, it's kind of usually pretty sexist caricatures of women. Um, Not because that's what I was into, but I think that's like what people were trying to push forth as the like what's the word the pinnacle of like mm-hmm. womanhood in these cartoons and the thing that the what really stands out to me is powerpuff girls miss bellum i think because it was such an awkwardly weird thing to see like a woman without a face on this like kids show that mm-hmm. i had grown up watching about girls and so yeah i don't i didn't find them attractive but it was weird where i was like oh i think you guys are like is this like supposed to be like a daddy daughter show to watch where it's like the guy's supposed to enjoy this and the daughter's supposed to vibe with the show. So I'm only asking this as a person who's now 28 years old, looking back at it. (laughs) I actually had to really pull for that answer. So I'm proud of you. Engineer Rachel, uh, were you ever attracted to a cartoon character as a kid? Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender was cute. That's all I'll say about that. All right. Fair enough. I I do like the airbender characters. Mm -hmm. Um, Korra was cute. Yeah, Yeah. she really was. It's just hard because it's like you got to, it's one of those things where it's like if I have to answer, these will be the answers. But not no, I'm not really I'm not really finding any attractions here. I gotta say, I I had one that I was super, super hot for. Zorak from Space Ghost. Ooh. Now I have to Google that. Yeah. And it's basically I think a like a giant evil grasshopper. <laughs> I mean that is that is hot stuff. That kind of weird beakish uh face. The uh the sparkling wit. If I wanted to get with anybody, it was definitely Zorak. It was interesting because I also like most cartoons I watched didn't really have people in them. Like I loved Pokemon. I loved things like that as a kid growing up. So I have Googled Zorak. Yeah. And interesting taste. Does he have nice eyes? He has beautiful eyes. They're beautiful. They're always frowning, but I think I know who we're talking about. But yeah, we might should put a picture of him in the show notes this week. He's, He's it's kind of like looking into an odyssey. Yeah. yeah, a Honda Odyssey. Mm. Ah, <laughs> Tarek, we know that you are probably ready to get back to a normal oxygen environment. I can see right now your eyes have now like come. Actually, they are not dangling yet, but they have bulged well past. They're kind of like the Spider-Man sockets. ratio to face thing going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and oddly enough, they're entirely white. Huh. Uh, so you know, go figure. Uh, CGI. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We do CGI on our podcast. (laughs) Yes. Um, So we're going to get you back into your pod shortly, but this is our chance to talk a little bit about what you've got coming up or anything that you want to plug so that our listeners know how to find you in the future. Yeah. um, So just doing a lot of work in Detroit locally. So if anybody's in Detroit, feel free to follow me. Um, But if you're not in Detroit and just want to read poems and whatnot, I'm on Twitter and Instagram with my name, Tariq Lublin, um, T-A-R-I-Q-L-U-T-H-U-N. But also my website is tarikpoetry.com slash um, actually slash poems if you want to read poems but tarikpoetry.com so it's a good way to keep in touch and are there any organizations in Detroit that you'd like to give a particular shout out to um, at the moment they're so grassroots that people may not know about them and their names are changing a lot because there's lots of focus groups happening and different things going on but uh, I work a lot with the Palestinian Youth Movement which is a transnational organization and um, 
that's a good shout out, shout out to do because I've been working with them for a while and uh, doing some things with certain communities with disabilities in Detroit as well. But there's so many of them that I, I, I uh, don't want to leave anybody out. Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, Rach, anything you want to tell us about that you've got coming up? As always, follow me on Goodreads. <laughs> you can, my username is at engineer Rachel, and that's R A C H A E O. And you can also find me on Bookstagram. I recently found my password to my Bookstagram. So, is that an actual, like, separate platform? No, it's Instagram, but, like, there's a whole community of people it's who the hashtag, just. Right? Yeah, yeah. But who just post about books. And what is your That's that's reading Rachel. Like books like gambling books, like boogies? Yeah, exactly. Oh. No, um a lot of literature. She, she just posts pictures of the odds of the Eagles Rams game. Did you guys see that reaction to uh the Nelson Aguilar drops? No. I don't know Ooh, what that is. Anybody who would love to see the pettiest um interview of all time. Um I do like petty. So what happened was, and do I have time to tell the story? You have all the time you want. So uh, Nelson Aguilar, a player, a wide receiver for the Eagles, had been making a couple drops that had been frustrating the fan base in Philadelphia. Um, but in some other news story, there was a fire, I believe, happening. And so these these citizens, um, Grace Samaritans, were saving babies from a burning building. And the guy was talking about how, like, you know, we just showed up here and we're just throwing babies out and catching them, unlike Agalor. And then <laughs> continues to proceed with talking about how they were saving children from a fire. So it was a very interesting, um, seamless way to plug his um, animosity with the player. Yeah, once again, Eagles fans always keep it classy. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I apologize for trolling on the books thing. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you, maybe. you can catch me and Julia and occasionally engineer Rachel at Linda's Bar and Grill in the Down Bar every Tuesday night at 8 asking some live trivia questions. I will also be at the North Carolina Writers Network Fall Conference in Asheville, North Carolina on November 9th. And I've got a reading coming up at Third Man Records in Nashville, Tennessee on Sunday, November 17th. So if you are in Nashville, come on out or the Nashville metro area. Um, I am super pumped about that. That's Jack White's record store, right? Oh. Isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I know I, he has one in Detroit. Is it called Third Man? Yes. Then I'm pretty sure the one in Nashville is yeah, probably also his. Probably. Yeah, I'm super pumped that's, for that. That's very lit. Yeah, I think that'll be pretty neat. All right, Tark, thanks so much for being here. We're going to get you back into the airlock and on to your pod. Take it easy. And Rachel... All of your hijinks seem to have used all of our oxygen reserves for oh, this week. Oh, no. You'll have to go back into stasis. Oh, that's what this was all about, <laughs> was you were rushing me back into my stasis bed. Look, it's just so much quieter when you're asleep. All right. Well, you know what? I am going to do that. I just hope that next week for Halloween, nothing goes awry. Please, Rachel, I'm begging you. I would I... never let anything happen on Halloween. The most holy of holidays. Thank you for that very sincere promise. <laughs> and thanks, listeners, for joining us. We'll catch you next week. Bye.